I think as business owners, it is really easy to lose your passion for business the longer that you're in it. It can be a drag. It can be lonely. While there's a lot of positive stuff about being a business owner, it is not all roses. I found myself in this position for longer than I care to admit, and I've recently pulled myself out of it. So I want to share with you some of the ways that I have done that and provide some tips for you if you are also in this situation. So go ahead and grab your coffee, get it rewarmed if you need to, and let's jump in. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for job seductions, how to track your business finances, or for fixed tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really boring? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from my clients who used to feel this way. They feel overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics and know the protocol when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS. But they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm put them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy to understand financial tips, and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. So dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee, and let's get going. I started my business about eight years ago, and if you've not heard the story, I'll give you a small little clip. It was really one of those things where I had always wanted a business. I have always been very entrepreneurial as a child. And I knew at some point I wanted to work for myself again. So I had started on the journey of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I had landed on what I thought that I wanted that to be. And I jumped and took the leap. I totally did what everyone recommends you not do. (laughs) Just do it. And it was hard and it was messy and all the things, but for me, that was 100% the journey that I needed to go on and it was beautiful and I loved it. Fast forward eight years, almost to the day, and it's interesting to see the different things that go on over the course of eight years of being an entrepreneur. It has been hard. It's been fun. I've enjoyed a whole lot of it and I've cried. I've laughed. I've hired new employees. I've had to fire employees. And there's just been an element that is kind of bittersweet as I'm pulling out of this kind of funk that I was in, where that hardness of feeling stuck, I really found myself in a place where I felt stuck over the last couple of years. And even during that couple of year period, I acquired another CPA firm, brought that firm into the fold. That had its own element of difficulty and learning and figuring things out. But I think the biggest element that was missing was very much a personal element and needing to work on myself and improve some things within me. And so I just, I feel like a lot of business owners kind of get to that point where you stop and you pause and go, wow, I really thought it would look different. And what am I missing? What am I doing that's not quite working? And I, I know I want to work for myself, but is the grass truly greener? And does this really make sense to continue? So about 90 days ago, I hired a new coach. I've always believed in hiring business coaches. And I hired a new one that absolutely is helping me with my business, but she's helped me a lot on the personal side as well. If 
you haven't come to the revelation yet, I'll just give you a little bit of a peek behind the curtains and share with you that if you're not working on yourself personally, it is a hundred percent hindering your business. So hiring a personal coach, I think is one of the missing pieces that I've had in my business because there were just a lot of things about me that I was ignoring and I needed to do better. Number one, I had really lost my joy in my personal life as well. Don't get me wrong. There's been a lot of beauty in my personal life as well. I have two children that are absolutely the joys of my life and we have fun, but I wasn't having fun at the level that I would say I really wanted to. It was very surface level and I needed to reconnect with myself to get to the point where I could have joy again. I will say that something as small as last week, my kids and I went to a water park, a big indoor water park here in Texas. We, I booked it back in the spring and I knew we were going to have a whole lot of fun. I was looking forward to it. It was going to be really amazing. But one of the things that when I was there, I realized that I had not been doing was giving myself permission to do things that were totally outside of my comfort zone. And so while we were there, my 10 and a half year old, we went on basically every water ride that they had. And there were a few of them that made me extremely uncomfortable. Guys, I did the flow rider. I don't know if you're aware of what the flow rider is. <laughs> if you're not, if you've not been on a cruise ship or been in a water park like this, I'll paint a picture for you. Okay, first of all, I'm going to go ahead and share my age, even though I don't think it's socially acceptable for me to tell you or you to ask whatever that rule is. I'm 44. Okay. And I am working on my fitness right now, but I'm not quite where I want to be. So I am getting on this flow rider that basically mimics bodyboarding. It can also be like surfboarding on kind of a machine. So the water's like shooting up really fast. It's kind of intense. I'm seeing people eat it over and over and over again. And I'm in this line with my 10 year old. We just hop in and he looks at me and he goes, are you doing this with me? And I said, you know, I kind of was thinking that I would. And he looked at me and said, oh my gosh. And he was so happy. Are you really? And I said, yeah, I think I am going to because why not? And he was super amped about that. And the joy in his face, it brings tears to my eyes because I had not been living. And his eyes showed that. So it was cool because I had this moment where I totally got outside of my comfort zone and thought, you know what? I may totally eat it. I might not do great. I might look like a fool. Hopefully my bathing suit's not going to do something inappropriate. (laughs) That's the one thing I went, oh my God, please don't show something you shouldn't show, right? But I gave myself permission to totally step outside of my comfort zone. The joy in my son's face and honestly, the freedom that I felt in my heart was beautiful. And you know what happened? I did amazing. I was frankly shocked because I got up on this like boogie board. So you you hold on to this thing and you, you jump, like you leap into the water. So it's not like you kind of sit down and it's gentle and it, no, like you jump into this thing, which frankly kind of feels like life most days, right? You're just jumping in there and you're hoping you could hold on to it. What I did was I actually was able to stay on the board. I was able to balance. I actually got up on my knees on the boogie board and was able to navigate it. I did eat it once and it wasn't that big of a deal, but 
as I compared to myself, which I don't think you probably should do, but I, I'm competitive, so I was comparing myself to the other adults that were on it before I was. I felt like I did better than they did. In fact, if I'm being really honest, I felt like I did better than a 10-year-old. And I was so proud of myself when I walked off and one of the moms was standing there and she, you could tell on her face, she was like, oh my God, she did amazing. And my son was like, I think I did better than you. And I said, I don't know. I really feel like I did better than you. And this mom was standing there and she goes, your mom did really amazing. And it was just a moment where I went, okay, I can do this. And so that was kind of the theme when we were at this water park where I was going outside of my comfort zone and doing things that I normally would not do. So that's the first tip. If you are playing it safe in life and you are also not feeling really very excited about life, quit playing safe. (laughs) Give yourself permission to do things that are totally outside of your comfort zone. Because if you're constantly playing it safe, then you are not going to feel very alive. I'm kind of taking this into other areas of my life as well. I really over the last eight years, most of my, what I would call a hobby, which as I think about it is really kind of sad and ridiculous, was related to business. I love business. I get excited about business. I get excited about talking about business, about sharing tips about business. Like it is so much fun, but I haven't really done anything beyond that. I've worked out during periods of that eight years. Recently, I had not been working out. So I started going back to the gym. Last week, I when we got back from our trip, immediately I went to the gym and tried a new class that It was totally outside of my comfort zone. It was a dance class. And I'm pretty sure I looked ridiculous and I didn't care. (laughs) And as it turned out, the instructor was amazing and he was so encouraging and he had amazing energy and I loved it. And I'm going to go back. In fact, I want to do other classes that this instructor is teaching because I just loved him so much. And so I found something new that I really enjoyed and I'm getting back into working out and feeling better about myself. My energy is better, all the things. I am trying new hobbies beyond that. Like I started piano lessons. As a kid, I played piano for a number of years. I am um, not Mozart or Beethoven or Bach or anywhere near that. <laughs> In fact, I have long fingernails and it frustrates the absolute crap out of my piano teacher <laughs> that I have long fingernails because he thinks that I should go in there and be very serious. And I'm like, you know, I just want to have fun. I don't know if 90 days from now, if I'll be playing the piano, but right now I'm giving myself permission to do it. And I'm going to a bachata class tonight. Um, As I mentioned last week, when I did this dance class at the gym, my rhythm's not that great, right? So I'm not really sure what tonight's going to look like in this bachata class, but I'm so excited because I'm giving myself permission to do new things. And so I'm looking for ways throughout my life to give myself permission. I'm also giving myself permission to be more creative. I had really gotten into way too much of a habit of just sitting down at my computer and worrying about client to-do list and things that the clients needed. And while that is very important, it's not everything because there's a lot more to business than that. And one of the things that I do is I do most of the marketing in my business. And so I was struggling to get into a creative space. In fact, I told my business coach a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, man, I'm really struggling to feel creative and I'm not sure what to talk about and I don't know what to share. And he gave me some tips and they were good tips. And I appreciated those. But what I realized yesterday is that 
I'm flowing in creativity in ways that I have not probably ever flowed. And I'm not struggling to come up with things to talk about. I'm not having a hard time figuring out what topics that I should be talking about on my podcast. I'm not struggling what to do on social media. I'm not struggling in any of those aspects. That was not the case two weeks ago. I was not in the creativity zone. In fact, on this podcast, I took a break from it back, I think in March for a few months because I was tired of every week trying to beat my head against the wall and figure out what to talk about. Having a renewed sense of creativity has been really amazing, but that has stemmed from not only giving myself space to do new things and try new things and to fail and be okay with failing, but it's also come with giving myself space within my day to do that also and to not feel like I have to grind it out all day long, to not feel like every minute of every day I have to work. Don't get me wrong. I work hard and I love to work, but if I'm always in that zone of knocking off things on my to-do list and I'm not giving myself space, then I don't have the ability to be creative. And so being able to be creative has felt so great. Honestly, it's felt amazing and has brought joy to my life as a result. The other thing that I've done in that flow of creativity is I started getting on social media. Um, I've never really had a strong social media presence. I've attempted to do TikTok from time to time and it was fun. My son went and I would do dance videos and things like that, which they've all been deleted. You can't find them. (laughs) So don't try going back to my horrible dance abilities. But I started doing TikTok again and I'm having so much fun because I love helping people, which is why I started this podcast. I want to share my wisdom and insights and where I skin my knees and get bumps and bruises and little insights and tips on how to reduce your taxes and better ways to do your accounting and all the things. Like I just love helping business owners. Again, I love business. And so being able to go on TikTok, I'm having a blast and I'm not doing dance videos. I'm not, I don't think I'm looking like an idiot. Maybe I am, (laughs) but it's fun. And I am joyful again. I'm laughing again. I'm cutting up again. I'm making jokes again. I feel amazing. And so I would just challenge you if you are in this season of struggle in your business and not finding joy to find ways to be creative because it really does make a difference, particularly if you're always in this. I forget which one it is. I think it's left brain is very task oriented and right brain is creativity. I always get that confused that I think the majority of my life I've lived in the left brain. And so getting into that right brain has felt amazing. If you're always on the right brain, then maybe you need to be more in the left brain and balance that out. The other thing that I've done is I've started meditating. I've always had a very strong faith and I'm in the Bible Belt. We always went to church growing up and faith is a big part of my life. I don't talk about it a lot publicly, but it is is a big part of my life that I've never meditated. Uh, honestly, it kind of made me feel weird <laughs> to even consider meditating and how in the world you just sit there and allow your mind to relax. And what does it even mean? What do you do? Uh, like, what is meditation? Well, when I hired this new coach, that's a big part of what we do is meditating. And it took a little bit to get comfortable with. And I don't have it all perfect. Like there's days where I struggle with settling my mind down, but it has allowed me to connect with my body and it's allowed for me to have a much better sense of the direction that I'm going and to download from 
God and to hear things that I already know inside of myself. I I have those answers there. I, I know what needs to happen, but I haven't been able to hear it because I haven't stopped long enough to let my body rest to hear those things. We live in a day and age where we are just constantly going. Um, even as much as I try to push back on that, and I do, um, I'm very protective of my downtime and my space and not going constantly. Even as much as I was doing that, I wasn't really giving myself space to connect to myself. And doing that has, I think, made a huge difference in my life as well. So if you haven't meditated before, it's going to be uncomfortable in the beginning. If you have, but maybe you've not been doing it regularly, I would recommend that you start getting into that practice again, because it has definitely made a huge difference in me and my ability to be patient, present, all the things in life, which I think has made a huge difference as well. And I would say the last thing that I've done is I have started being kinder and gentler to myself. As a woman, I think it's easy to be hard on ourselves because we hold ourselves to very high standards and being superwoman is very much applauded in society. It is something that, you know, if you can spin all the plates and do all things and you can make it look really easy and effortlessly and your kids look amazing and clean and are talented and play all the sports and make straight A's. And I mean, even saying that is exhausting. <laughs> it's applauded. You are in that mode of feeling like you need to be perfect and go, 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 go. And I need to show up as perfectly as possible. When you don't, and frankly, we can't, it's really easy to be harsh and unkind to ourselves. And so I have really replaced a lot of my own internal dialogue to be kinder and gentler with myself, to allow myself the ability to mess up and have grace and find humor in those moments where, frankly, life is messy and not perfect and it never has been perfect. And we can talk about maybe some of the ways why we feel like it needs to be. Social media, I would say, is probably the biggest reason. The reality is, is we all have the ability to make changes in our life. We all have the ability to say, you know, I don't like the output that I'm getting right now. I don't really like how things are going. So I'm going to change that and things are going to be different and it's up to me to make that change. And it's going to be messy. It's not going to be perfect, but we absolutely have the power to put one step in front of the other to make that happen. And the last thing that I want to say is probably a big thing that I've done to bring joy back is to evaluate my business and consider what it is that I want, what it looks like, what I really would be happy with reestablish some goals to dream, to consider what could happen if maybe I make some adjustments and make some changes and not just stay stuck in the place that I've been stuck because kind of doing the same thing day in, day out can get dry and boring. It frankly isn't super exciting. I mean, let's face it, tax and accounting isn't the most exciting thing anyway. <laughs> I've always more considered myself an entrepreneur versus an accountant, but looking at what I'm doing and dreaming about what I could add to that and the ways that I could modify that and not take away, not change what I've done, but to maybe 
offer some new opportunities for clients in new and different ways that I've never done before. And so I'm exploring those options and ideas and giving myself permission to do things differently and to think outside of the box in my business as well. So I would say if you're stuck in the business, give yourself permission to dream and consider that maybe you can shake it up and do something a little different. And much like the theme of the rest of this episode, it's okay if it doesn't work. It's okay if it doesn't thrive immediately. Everything works out for our good and for our highest and best self. And so even when you fall flat on your face, there will be good things that come from it and you'll learn from it and be better for it. So give yourself permission to do something different that maybe you've never done before. So I hope that you have found a blessing in what I've shared. I hope that these tips have maybe given you even one thing that you can change. I don't think that changing a lot of things all at once makes a lot of sense. So pick one thing and do better at it. And then let that go for a few weeks, a couple weeks, a month. I don't know. You you know you. You can make those changes as it makes sense. And then find another thing and do another thing. And allow yourself the freedom to to discover who you want to be, who you are called to be, because if you've been playing it safe, it's because you think that's what you're supposed to do and who you're supposed to be. And I just don't think that's true. Don't don't play it safe because joy is on the other side of going outside of the box. 